0: Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my swagalicious co-host, Mozzie. Swagalicious? Yeah, I had to throw it back to like 2008 with that one.
1: I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling it today. I've got the sun coming through my blinds. It feels great, you know.
0: Yeah, there's Finally still a little weather. sun here. Oh, that's good. It's nice. You yeah, focus not... on the
1: positives.
0: Yeah, not as much sun as Philip Rivers, but... <laughs> has got more
1: sun. <laughs> He's got enough vitamin D going through his yeah. veins.
0: I saw someone point out that um, his number matches his number of kids, like his jersey number does.
1: What's his jersey number?
0: Um, or wait, I, not point out. Sorry, they joked that it does. He's 17. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, but, oh, my God. I know he Robert. had been 17, but I was like, if he changed to nine, that'd be hilarious because he has nine You have octuplets. <laughs> but, like, the fact that it was believable for his but um, anyway, week oh, four, man. as we thought, was a little little fucky. Uh, the pick the picks were tough. It was a tough week for me on the picks. Only eight and seven. You managed to stay ten to five still. But
1: that was a tough week for picks. I had to make some real gut calls there.
0: Yeah, we Whoa. made a couple switches. Like I ended up switching over to Detroit with you. Um, unfortunately, stayed on San Fran kind of thing. But a lot a lot of like almost and like it was funny because some of the almost upsets that I like almost picked. Almost went that way.
1: Yeah, they almost happened. You <laughs> didn't ultimately go with it. Yeah. I, yeah, we'll get into that. It was is, yeah. So we're like what on the year forty five seventeen and one and forty one twenty one and one. So
0: pretty, which is like a seventy percent average. Yeah, pretty pretty solid uh pick rates so far. Quarter of the way through already. So this is the point in the season where what we have now from twenty twenty. Um, like matters as much slash more than um what we had from last because like right. through like through the first couple of weeks, last year's cups kinda matters more, but once you get four weeks in that's kinda the established data point of like, oh hey. Yeah.
1: We can start developing trends for the teams and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. But first up on the docket from last week's games, we're gonna have to go game by game. Uh Denver at your Jets.
1: Well, that was dreadful, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: Tell I feel like,
1: um, like Gay should get some kind of award for like being the first coach to lose to a practice squad quarterback Man. and let him put up thirty-seven points. Man, that's I mean, it, like it was like the it's like the worst season I've ever watched as a Jets fan. It's rough. It's real rough. Also, like they're all trying to hype up like the Darnold run, but that was literally like the worst defensive attempt I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: They, they like, made him look like Lamar. They
1: did, and he's not. <laughs> well, he's not Lamar. We know this. But, like, you could literally see um, Jay Watt and I were watching. It was number 22 of the Broncos just, like, jogging towards Darnold, thinking, like, his team's going to tackle him, and they didn't. And he's just, like, caught behind him, like, oh, wait, what? Like, it was <laughs> full-on, like, physical comedy live. Seriously though, what what does Adam Gase have to do to get fired? Does he have does he need to hire uh Antonio Brown as a life coach on how to get himself fired? <laughs> like seven personal foul calls. And like the way he ended the game, apart from being awful the entire game offensively, like the way they ended it by just continuously throwing somebody at, at uh was it Rippon still at the end there? Yeah. Just throwing people at him, getting personal foul calls. Like, that was pathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Greg embarrassing. Greg kind of go fuck himself. Yeah, they can both fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, collective four Gs can, 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 can get
0: the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's got three and Gase has one. <sighs> that is a very G-heavy name, the Greg with two Gs at the end, huh? Four
1: Gs and no communication.
0: <laughs> What's going on <laughs> here, man? <laughs> well, they need a fifth G to give everyone radiation. Exactly. players players. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I... The assumption was this loss would have gotten Gaze fired, but it didn't. How? So, like, I don't know. It I remember...
1: The, this was, like, the point in the game where I knew that I was right, that Gaze sucks and needs to get fired. You know, like, I, I knew I was right, because I watched the fucking Jets in the red zone for like the first time the entire game and they're running a wheel route with fucking Frank Gore, 37 year old Frank Gore running a wheel route on third down (laughs) in the red zone like there's absolutely no chance that play works if there isn't even a defense on the field that's like that's like a run with like Robbie fucking Anderson, dude. Like, someone who can run really fast and come around the edge really quickly. And you're running a wheel route with Frank Gore? Yeah, it's... (laughs) What
0: on in the
1: ever-loving shit was that? And, like, that was their red zone attempt. They only had, like, three the whole game.
0: It's like, I never thought I'd get this far.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh my god.
0: I mean, hey... At least Kalen Balazs is gone, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, both these no, teams suck well, right now. now. that
1: he's on another team with <laughs> eh, mm,
0: but, Yeah, both no, these teams not. suck. But yeah, the the end of the game where Fangio like like Fangio was fucking pissed. He just told him to go to the locker room. Like that was some that was some bush league right there. Yeah, man, that was garbage. Yeah, but embarrassing Mm mm-hmm it's yeah poor sportsmanship there's not a place for that but next up we have indy at chicago we saw uh indy take this win not as convincingly as you would have hoped like they it should have been easier for them like even though they've got some receiver injuries like the chicago team is fraudulent um yeah they the colts haven't like run blocked as well as they should have like they plat they still pass block well like they do that right but like their run blocking has just been kind of average this year so far so like we haven't seen Jonathan taylor getting going like he's kind of like a lot of plays where he just kind of like runs into the lineman's back and that's like it of the play. <laughs>
1: yeah, but... no, he hasn't, like for the situation he's been put in, he hasn't really blown up in the way that you would have liked to see. Mm-hmm. And I, I think part of it is the run blocking is not on point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, they kept, they kept Foles from doing anything, unlike the Falcons. But um, the outfits doesn't really like spark joy, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Like, T.Y. Hilton, I guess, isn't a thing. Like, like I, I pretty much put here, like, he's going to suck until Easton plays. Because, like... <laughs> right. He wasn't good with Brissett, Not good with Rivers. I'm like, I think he's going to need someone who will throw deep to, like, for it to matter. <laughs> so... Yep. Yeah, they
1: they clearly are just
0: deficient on offense as a whole.
1: The Colts are. Their defense has been playing very well. I mean, they haven't really played... A strong offensive team. I don't think.
0: No, they've not like played a real team.
1: No. So yeah, they're kind of in the. Neh. A weird. We're really gonna watch this
0: play out. Yeah, they've not like been tested much. But on the Bears side, I guess like Dardal Mooney's a thing. Apparently. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> but Nick Foles is not a thing. No, yeah, we're gonna see the Bears kind of trend downwards, and I guess we have to like wait to see the Colts get actually tested. Like, maybe they've looked meh because they haven't had to like more than meh. Like, I don't know. I mean, they didn't yeah. lose week one, but like some of these games have just been like okay, right. So, but next up we had uh, Jacksonville at Cincy. Burrow finally got his first win. Um, we had a hey. rare, a rare mix and siding, which like sell him right now. Like, if you can sell him value do it because this isn't gonna happen again <laughs> like this is the peak of his year for sure
1: pretty much yeah like we all we like we've been waiting what three years for joe mixon to and, have this kind of game they just don't use him consistently
0: yeah like i've never they been able to pick him for that reason like the team's not like not in good game scripts enough they throw in enough yeah like it's it's not conducive. Like if if he got all the password, sure, but Geo gets it. So I think exactly. More, I think this is just an outlier, and you find someone who also likes Mixon more than they should, and then you'd be like, "Hey, shiny object,
1: a shiny object, come take it." Because plenty no, of people have a boner agree.
0: for him. Like,
1: oh yeah, we're definitely in leagues with lots of Bengals fans too. So you know, mm-hmm. if you got a Bengals fan in your league, go sell him Joe Mixon for uh, King's ransom.
0: Yeah, but um. Jacksonville, although like while their offense is fun sometimes, like they're starting to look more like the team we thought they'd be.
1: <laughs> they are what they, uh, what we thought they were.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I this this is kind of like where I'm like at the point where, okay, like what are the, like, what were the week one apparitions where like we saw something week one and we thought it like was the thing, but then it's not a thing. I think the Jags, like the Jags win was an apparition week one.
1: Yeah. I think they're definitely in the conversation now to get Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, which that's kind of like the game plan, I guess. Yeah. I was kinda, that was the original game plan. Like, they're, they're in the tank for Trevor sweepstakes. They got the Jets right. to beat with, but...
1: We, yeah, everyone was like, they're going to tank for Trevor. And, like, we're not tanking. And they won week one. And people were like, oh, maybe they're not tanking. But, no, they're, they're not that good of a team.
0: No. And then James <laughs> Robinson, I guess, is a thing now, though. Like... He's just, he just is their running back. Yeah, man, he's looked good. And like, he's getting, he was undrafted, right? Yeah, he's getting, I don't know if he was undrafted or seventh round or something, but like, I mean, afterthought for most people. Like, right. I don't, yeah, I don't think he got drafted. So, uh, that's a nice story. Mm hmm. But yeah, he's been solid. Like apparently like there are people who liked him. Like I know Jolly liked him. I know like this whole podcast where people like were fans of him just because he was productive at college, but like small school kind of thing, hey. like Illinois State. Um He's got a great name, James Robinson.
1: Great running back name.
0: Yeah. yeah that is a <laughs> that is a, that is a very running backy name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's getting the password too, like Chris Thompson is not a thing. And then Chark is like he he belongs in that conversation of like really really good young receivers for sure he absolutely like does. he is that an alpha he had in the back of the oh ends, yeah because um... like how much like i still can't get over how much like better he <clears throat> got from year one to year two and then he's still getting better so it's crazy it's
1: great to see man mm-hmm. yeah you're, pre- you're pretty good
0: yeah pretty pretty good. also since since now, i still can't tackle the thing last year it's a thing this Oh, hard.
1: yeah it was a really bad thing last year. It is still. It is still yeah. a
0: thing. Not as bad, but like we, we, <sighs> your yeah guys, your tackle breakers, you still play them against uh, Cincy.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for the new Lamar highlight against them this year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that, like literally every, like every game where they play, there's gonna be a new one for the real. I love it. <laughs> but. Next up, we had Cleveland at Dallas, where you correctly called the. Cleveland upset. This one went bonkers fantasy-wise. And Dallas, like, almost made, like, they had a valiant comeback attempt. but They did.
1: I mean, man, that offense is dangerous. Uh, But their defense is just so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Woke up feeling dangerous. Yeah, this kind of was like the Baker needs to win this game if he's going to convince people that he has what it takes because he's playing a team with a bad secondary, like, This is the one where he has to kind of put the team on his back and say, I can throw it when we need to throw it to win. And he did. He didn't take over the game. Like, you know, when Jimmy Garoppolo played the Saints last year, he did kind of take over the game and did a lot of the, you know.
0: Yeah, that was one of good
1: games, yeah. So to speak, with his arm. They they still relied on the run game a lot and – Baker like wasn't you know prolific out there, but he was making the throws he needed to. He was getting Odell and all them involved, or the offense was at least. And you know, Odell and Hunt and them just kind of did the rest from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, rookie right tackle or whatever, Terrence Steele coming in for Lyle Collins. That was kind of the kicker for me. Because that 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 is where Miles Garrett lines up, and yeah. he was on deck all fucking night. <laughs> Which
0: okay, Miles Garrett, early defensive player of the year candidate. Like honestly, like he's been really fucking good this year. I think he is. Yeah, he's been on another level. So, oh yeah, but yeah, Cleveland showed out like like the 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 week one boat race seems like so long ago at this point. <laughs> and Chubb going down is very sad for me, which he's out like six weeks now. Yeah, um, which I said as long as they just get him better, like <laughs> I just want to like he'll be back for fantasy playoffs and hopefully for the Browns real playoffs. Obviously, in the meantime, Hunt's uh, running back one for fantasy, but um it, Dallas, <laughs> like Dallas is like the reverse Atlanta, which obviously they played Atlanta, but they like <laughs> they like have to come back to have a chance. Right, I <laughs> know. Like you got, like maybe they'll start running that that like comeback offense from the get go and just like constantly slinging it over and over and over. But I mean, that's what they kind of should do. I mean, that's essentially
1: what Seattle's doing. Yeah,
0: well, that's what like Cincinnati needs to do too. Right, just
1: you know, two minute offense in the first quarter.
0: Mm. Yeah, like it's because they have all those weapons. Like if your defense gets stuck and gets tired or like something on a drive, like you have you have such a huge advantage. You got to like you got to make use of it. I think. But, I mean, this is like the blueprint for the Browns. Like, you hide Baker and win with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, like, I wrote that they, they won on the back of everybody but Baker. And that, that's going to be the theme in their wins. Right, exactly.
1: Like, he did He did what he had to do. Yeah. And he did it well. Mm-hmm. But and, he, he didn't put the game in his hands, you know? Yeah.
0: This is going to, I mean, the, the Stefanski is really showing here as far as, like, game planning, like, there's stuff your quarterback does well, stuff he doesn't do well, like, play with that, you have lots of weapons, like, so many talented players, like, he's, he kind of, I think he learned from his, like, week one (laughs) fuck-ups, like, Mm -hmm. fake punts and shit, like, don't need to do that. (laughs) Like, sometimes, there's a time to fake punt, but, like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you're saying this head coach learned from his week one fuck-ups?
0: Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy to me to think that, like, these professional football head coaches would learn
1: <laughs> you know I thought they should just dig deeper huh well someone tell Matt Patricia that
0: yeah and I mean that kind of goes perfectly into our next game with New Orleans at Detroit where Detroit blows that two touchdown lead I'll, I'll, you start <sighs>
1: I I can't even like express how mad I am that the Lions lost that game The Saints were without Michael Thomas. They didn't have Marshawn Lattimore, their starting corner, their best corner. They're out with their guard, too, Andrews Pete. They're also out their second corner, Janoris Jenkins. Like, what the fuck, Matt Patricia? Congratulations. I just want to say congratulations on being the first fucking team to lose to Drew Brees when he doesn't have Michael Thomas. That is the thing. The Drew Brees Saints have not won a game without Michael Thomas since they drafted him until they played the lions. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Also on, on being the only coach and individual in America who looks better with a mask on. Um, <laughs> don't worry. He still had the pencil tucked in between his mask and his fucking hat. If only he like could use that pencil to draw up some good offensive schemes for once and attack his opponent's weaknesses, like say having a third string secondary and a great run defense, but no, Let's target Kenny Galladay three times in the second half, and run thirty-seven-year-old Adrian Peterson up the fucking middle against the Saints. It was one of the worst offensive attempts I've ever seen in my life. They are up to a fourteen-nothing lead in the first quarter and gave up what five straight Saints touchdowns.
0: Yeah, it was,
1: it was bad. <laughs> They're like the, Matt Patricia is supposed to be a defensive. Schemer. That's his thing.
0: Yeah. Your
1: defense is abysmal.
0: He really like big brained them, them <laughs> out of the way here. Like,
1: <laughs> come on. I saw yesterday, Jeff Okuda is the last ranked cornerback in whatever PFF, whoever, whatever, you know, whatever stats they use for that. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I don't think he's a bust. I think that's Detroit. I think it's your stupid schemes, Matt Patricia. Oh, my God. Yeah, like infuriating.
0: Yeah, like rookie who was hurt, like it's gonna be tough sliding, but like yeah, I don't think he's gonna be bad. (laughs) Like
1: if you had thrown to Kenny Galladay and Hawkinson an additional five times each in that second half, you probably win the game.
0: Yeah, so this is one of my like favorite stats that I keep just kind of tossing out because it's kinda hilarious. Um Mm -hmm. so Adrian Peterson, so he had a solid week one, he was efficient. And this is where I think the week one apparitions come in. This is one that uh, Matt Patricia can't get over. Because, um, so since then, so weeks two, three, and four, Adrian Peterson has 43 opportunities. So like carries and targets, um, 43 of them. And only two of those 43 have gone for more than 10 yards. <laughs> so pretty rough. Like Arizona, like first play. Like, he gets 27-yard rush the rest of the game. Nothing over 10 yards.
1: Yep. But, no, keep doing it.
0: Yeah, nothing, nothing over 10 yards this game either. Just, yeah. I mean, how
1: absolutely stubborn do you have to be to just keep digging down into your game plan that is no longer working? Just fucking change it.
0: Yeah, and, like, DeAndre Swift looked good, too. Like, he was doing well in the passing game, too. He caught the touchdown. He was running effectively. Like, I don't... I don't know why they refuse to use him and carry-on.
1: I don't understand it at all. It's, like, he needs to go.
0: Yeah, like, DeAndre Swift is really fucking good. Give him the ball, more. Like, I don't get it. He's your, (laughs) like, one of your top, I mean, okay, I mean, Katie Galladay's number one. Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson are probably, like, next two. But, like, DeAndre Swift is going to be right after them.
1: Yeah, you spent a second on him, an early second-round pick, and you're not using him. You're using Adrian Peterson instead. who You picked up off of waivers before the season started. You're starting him over your second-round pick, a very early second-round pick, not just a second-rounder, like almost first-round in terms of picks.
0: Yeah, I I think, unfortunately, the Cardinals win is going to give him a longer leash than he should get. But they get the Jags who they should be, I think, in like week six. This week they have a bye. But if they come out of the bye and lose to the Jags, you got to think he's gone, right? Yes. I mean, you got to hope he's gone. Like the Texans, as bad as it's been under Bill O'Brien, they like at least said, okay, fuck it, fuck this guy.
1: Yeah, they did it early enough. hmm. When the only team smart enough to fire their coach already.
0: Yeah, like it's making mistakes happens. Like you fuck up and like. I think they probably should have intervened before the Hopkins trade happened. But when they realize how bad it is, they're like, "Okay, this is not working," and they at least like threw threw the mistake out the out the trash can. So <laughs> they put yeah. in the trash can, kicked out the trash can, said, "Bye bye, Mr. Trash Boy." You're out of here.
1: <laughs> ugh, ugh! I wrote here that the eighth eight and a half circle of hell is reserved for Matt Patricia because. Satan had to wake up from his frozen fucking slumber to build a circle wide enough to accomplish his ridiculous ego and waistline. Putrid fraud of a head coach. (laughs) Which the A circle of hell is for fraud, for those of you that don't know, which is where Matt Patricia belongs. (laughs)
0: What's what's the ninth layer? Is it just like hell, hell? I think that's like hell, hell. Is it just like Hitler? That's where,
1: well, that's where in dante's inferno the ninth circle is where satan is it's a frozen lake that he's uh got gotcha. chained, chained into
0: gotcha gotcha i remember like reading that like so so like our, my freshman year of high school is when we did like all the greek mythology so like they mm-hmm. had like a bunch of like freshmen reading like dante's inferno stuff i'm like another <laughs> know it's it's, pretty, like yeah because <laughs> like it's not like hard to read it but like the concepts in it And, like, digging deep and, like, discussing it, the discourse that goes along with it, is deeper than a freshman boy can go, (laughs) I think. So, like, (laughs) I thought it was, like, cool, but I just didn't care enough. Right. Like, now, like, now it's what interests me more And like, you know, if it's, like, if I were, like, in school now or if, like, I took a class in college, I would have gone to it. I may have had more interest in it, but... No, yeah, freshman. absolutely. Freshman me didn't care. Freshman me was like, "Ha ha, Zeus! I named my penis Zeus!" Ha ha. Like, <laughs> and that was that. So, um, anyway, uh, next up,
1: it's the hot bork. You got a, a dog borking outside. It's bork, bork, the bork. hot take bork. <laughs> it's
0: the it's the bad bork. The bad uh, bork. Uh, next it's up, we were we were gonna have Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Speaking of bad borks, um, but <laughs> coronavirus happened, and the Titans. Uh, just they didn't give a fuck, apparently. Yep. So.
1: I'm not even convinced that they might play this week, actually. Yeah, I,
0: I have uh,
1: sort of reservations that might not happen again.
0: Yeah, I think there were, like, finds that came out about um, the Titans. I'm like, let me check real quick. Because, like I said last week, I could have sworn stuff happened where they, like, didn't, like, dis- <sighs> like disclose info as soon as they should have. Ah. Uh... But... I imagine there will be a lot of fines and bullshit, not and like, just and stuff like that for their bullshit. Right. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now on the Titans. Yeah. Which, they had no positive COVID test today, so that's, you know, a good sign, but obviously, you know, shit can pop up on a regular basis, so. Right. We'll see, but yeah, I expect some, like, fines and stuff for them. Yeah, I mean, the fines have been coming out. It was the Raiders, right, who got yeah. Slapped, 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 Yeah, Gruden got 100000 The organization got 300000 And then Darren Waller and teammates got fines for being seen without masks at a charity event, which I, I don't know the deepness of it. I don't know, like, if the fine is fully married or if it was just pictures or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, got to be uh, smart and careful. So, yeah, we have uh, an actual game that played Seattle at Miami. And <laughs> this didn't go, like, full of this Seattle Dominates way but like i never felt like miami had a chance
1: yeah i don't think the score really reflected the actual like i don't know how the game actually went you yeah. know as it played out
0: yeah, like watching <clears throat> it like i like did you ever feel like seattle was like i saw that like that the dolphins were going to win like i
1: no i never really know. felt like that was going to happen
0: like there were a lot of times that it was close but it was just like you just kind of like you knew like they weren't gonna and, yeah, I
1: think that's why you started hearing little Tua murmurs.
0: Yeah, like, like the initial interview, like Flores declined to like commit to Fitz as the starter, but like, I know he said they like, could probably start. And I like, guess the Dolphins' Twitter, like very shortly after, like looked into this. They like tweeted that Fitz would be the starter, but the Tua timer has begun. The leash is being reeled in, yep. and this is where Fitzpatrick does not become a safe start anymore. We, we yep. this point hits sometimes where. You, you know it's coming. The they Fitz Tragic will hit and he gets pulled. Someone else goes in. It happened. This was the Jameis Fitzpatrick thing that one year where they were both in Tampa. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. They were back and forth a lot. They were both like, very risky starts each week because you never knew if they were going to finish the game. But when they did finish the game, it was great.
1: Right. But, yeah, no, we are officially on the 2 o'clock. Uh, if Fitz has a bad first half against San Fran next week, I think you'll see Tua. Yeah.
0: Like, I think
1: we are getting there.
0: Yeah, I like to call it the Tua a timer just for the iteration. Tua timer I like it. Yeah, you know, with the matchup, with the other team having backups, it makes uh, some sense that Tua could come in soon. I think if you're in a Superflex League, obviously Dynasty is going to be impossible to get him, but in like a redraft Superflex League or Keeper Superflex League, now would be the time to try to acquire because he's not starting yet. So, he'll still have a cost, but not as much as, he do- as he'll as he have when he is starting. And I I think is really fucking good. We've seen the fancy points Fitzpatrick has put up I know he puts up a lot of fancy points just because of how he plays but I expect Tua to do well so
1: me too man I'm a, I'm pretty excited to see Tua out there throwing to Devonte Parker and Preston Williams and yeah. Gasicki and all the offensive weapons they honestly have like it should be a pretty fun affair
0: yeah and for those who don't know how my draft takes I as far as like I know the injury was a concern but as far as like prospects go I was Tua over Burrow in terms of just like who I think will end up better, slash like who has the higher ceiling, I think. But I mean obviously Burrow's been great, a great pick, obviously. But for sure. I'm really excited for Tua. So
1: Ooh. Getting I think I we're getting there.
0: Yeah, so uh next up we had the Chargers at Tampa, which ended up being a really good game.
1: Yeah, man. That was kinda surprising.
0: Yeah, like we're I get kinda like into the first second quarter. I'm like, should I should I pick the upset? And then, because right. you know, like Mike Evans goes down for a bit, you're like, "Oh gosh!" And then, of course, you see Eckler go down. You're like, "Oh gosh!" And yeah, he's gonna be out for a while. He's gonna be like a later season return kind of thing.
1: When uh, when Evans went out, I was like, "Oh shit!" He was right. The Chargers are gonna win this. And yeah. then he came back, and Eckler got hurt, and I was like, "Oh okay." Yeah,
0: because the Chargers got up twenty four to seven. Like they had this game in the bag, and then we got some vintage Brady. <sighs> but. Throwing tutties all over the place. Yeah. No, Herbert, okay, so we owe him an apology in some degree to the fact that, like, so, like, we, in terms of the Chargers' landing spot, we thought the Chargers were going to doom him, but... Right. We
1: said that we thought Herbert had potential, but that he needed development, and he wasn't going to get development in the Chargers organization. And they needed more of a win-now quarterback than a project. Mm Mm-hmm. And he would get thrown in too early and not be ready. But he looks ready, man.
0: Yeah, like, I... I wasn't, like, over the moon on Bert Herbert, but, like, I, I, I feel like, it, based on what I saw, like, on Twitter, shit, I felt like I was higher on Herbert than, like, consensus, at least. But I didn't <laughs> see this coming, like, right away. And especially, like, um, the Chargers are cursed, so it's kind of, like, a thing that... Yeah, no,
1: I like, the Chargers are cursed. Herbert... Can be good, but he needs time. They're not going to give him time, and so I was totally wrong on how quickly yeah. he has picked this up. Like he looks good already.
0: Yeah, he, he's looked great. Um, if if they go back to Tyrod, then I think he's cursed. But um, <laughs> you no, know, he's looked every bit worth the high pick, unlike uh, Washington with their quarterbacks. Um, but like if they go back to Tyrod, like, I know they won their Tyrod game against Cincinnati, but if they go back to him, Lynn's a fucking dolt. So, yeah, like, I, I feel like even Tyrod would be like, "Yo, listen, like, look at this guy, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all good, dog." Like, so I, mean, I feel like
1: he is. I bet, I bet he's a good teammate.
0: Yeah, like I mean, based on his career, like, I assume so. But I honestly like you always want to play and start, but you know, you gotta do it. Like, the team's gonna do what's best for the team. So yeah, honestly, if the Chargers, I know they lost to Eckler, but if they like hazard two starting alignment, I probably would have picked them. And I, I think they might have mm-hmm. won too. Like, cause like missing two starting linemen is a big deal, especially against the bucks. So like chargers yes. are not going to be an easy out. And I think the bucks are good, but they're clearly not like top tier. I don't think.
1: No, they're like top 10, but not top five.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they're a tier two team. Like, which is yeah. good. Like playoff team could make a run, sure. but at the moment, like they're behind some of the other teams, right? Like behind Seattle, behind green Bay, et cetera.
1: The one thing I do want to mention that we've, kind of mentioned on previous podcasts is just like how impactful some of these rookie quarterbacks are now. Um, Because in the past it was very rare that you would draft, even a highly drafted quarterback would be really successful year one. Mm -hmm. Like even, I mean, Peyton Manning's first year sucked. Uh, Yeah. Like like that's the sort of famous one. A lot of good quarterbacks weren't good their rookie year. Um, And like now – it kind of looks like the NFL is starting to let some of these guys really come to play and show up day 1. And so you have like, you know that draft with it was a 2017 or 18 at 2018 when with Darnold and and Baker,
0: like Rose and Lamar, Jalen, yeah.
1: Right. And the guys that are making the impact are Lamar and Jalen. It it start like how, how do I want to phrase this? And you had the Cardinals they took um, Rosen and then the following year took Kyler Murray and they got some shit for it. But ultimately they were like, this guy is just in another league and can,
0: mm-hmm.
1: can impact immediately. So if you're the Jets, if you're the Browns and you're the Redskins, not the Redskins, the Washington football <laughs> team. Sorry, it happens all the time. But, uh, you know, you look at your quarterback and you're like, yeah, maybe we're not giving them great pieces but there's clearly guys that are already better than them.
0: Yeah, like maybe eventually Dwayne Haskins is good, but like it's not it's not there yet. And he's not, like 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 if it takes three years for him to get there, you're not going to feel bad for replacing him next year. Like
1: exactly, yeah, because then you can just restart your rookie contract deal with somebody new. Yeah, and you kind of reset that four year clock you have to pay your quarterback a ton of money.
0: Yeah, like if you're watching that, I don't think you, I don't think you bench Haskins for Kyle Allen just because I don't think that gets you anywhere.
1: Right. What is and that? Like,
0: to? And like, what what if Haskins puts you together? Like, there's no reason to bench him for Kyle Allen. Maybe okay if Alex Smith is healthy, which would be fucking bonkers, and you put that him in. Amazing. Yeah, that would make more sense because you think okay, this guy gives us an actual chance to win more. But I don't think Kyle right. Allen gives you a better chance than Dwayne Haskins <laughs> by like a significant margin. Maybe he gets you. One more win, possibly. But, like, right. I, don't, I don't think it's worth it to abandon Haskins right now.
1: No, not at all. But, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is you're – I think you're going to start seeing a lot more quarterback turnover because it's getting really, really competitive. And you can have teams take a quarterback and they suck and then get take a chance on a new one the next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Your teams do that with like, running backs and receivers plenty. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. Like – Tight end does still take time. I think teams realize that, like receiver does. But like, if a running back has a shit first year, then they're kind of done, though. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like Rojo's like a rare example of like someone who rough first year you and then he's coming on. But like, yeah, but like look at time.
1: carry on in Rashad Penny.
0: Yeah, which Rashad Penny's kind of been more injury based, but
1: yeah, availability kind of is important. important.
0: Yep. What's the hard man would say? Availability is the best ability.
1: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he didn't win a lot
0: of games though. <laughs> but, no yeah good good like motivational speaker sort of but right. you know. yeah yeah isn't he coaching a college team right now i
1: think he is actually think he yeah. returned to college coaching yeah
0: that's it i feel like he's a good college coach in terms of like like if if i if i'm like a college player like, like there's a benefit to having someone who's like a good leader of men in a sense too even if they're not like the best like xo coach mm-hmm. i think he's able to prepare them very properly for the life in the pros
1: yeah, for sure. So. That's kind of like Jeff Fisher.
0: <laughs> well, you know,
1: like he, you know, I feel like he was a like a probably a good like speaker and unity bringer for the team, but not ultimately like a great schemer.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I I agree on the quarterback thing. Like it, sometimes it's tough because like the team is really bad, and like that makes the quarterback worse. So it's hard to gauge. Like Washington's not a good like team though. Is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's hard to. Accurately like, fully gauge Haskins, but sometimes he just like he's made some like really really bad mistakes.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, yeah, and when you don't have like we're still
1: evaluating Darnold, that like we're still trying to evaluate if Darnold is good or not because we just can't seem to put a team around him at you know all together at the same time to view it correctly.
0: Yeah, like because he's had some like really bad games, but like no one's gonna argue that he's had a good team at any point right That's and he's had
1: some amazing plays too like they're more sparse but he has had some really like wow that kid has some talent plays
0: mm-hmm. so it's as the just, one last
1: week <laughs> right it but you know if i'm sitting there and i'm the jets and i have the number one overall pick i would take trevor lawrence
0: i would take trevor lawrence no yeah like i could i i wouldn't blame them one bit it's trevor lawrence like right I, no matter what Darn throws into i don't think you're gonna regret taking trevor lawrence it, exactly the thing and
1: let him be successful somewhere else and I'll go root for that team
0: <laughs> yeah some team like the Colts or Steelers makes sense or like maybe the Saints or whatever mm-hmm. I still think the Colts make a perfect amount of sense but
1: well, well Juju wants Darnold when Ben retires <laughs> does he mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> dude I would love that well if Juju stays a Steeler but
1: he tweeted that he wanted to be reunited with Darnold But he was implying that he wanted the Jets to move on from him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he wants to be a Jet. No (laughs) one wants that fate. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But uh, speaking of fates, no one wants. We had Washington hosting uh, Baltimore, as we were talking about Washington. Um, Washington. Yeah, this game pretty much went how we thought it would. It was essentially at 31 to 10, because the last touchdown was a garbage time. Yeah. Depending on your book, might have been a backdoor cover. And um, yes, it went about as we thought. But I say about... Because, I'm like a, I'm a smidgen worried about Baltimore, like, obviously the Kansas City loss was bad, but, shit, like, first two games, looked desperate for greatness, and then they kind of looked meh, I mean, obviously they, they looked bad in the Kansas City game, but, like, they, this should have been, like, a get right tune-up, but he, like, we, he still missed Hollywood on a deep stride down the sideline, uh, Lamar did, like, he still gotta get his shit in check, and, like you feel like you, you like the the run game didn't get on track like you felt like this should have just been like a like 50 point blow up or something right like but it wasn't like yeah I mean, 31
1: I, I thought they were gonna score 40 points
0: yeah which they did they did give rg3 a chance to like go in and get a drive I and mean, even if there's a pick but like but just kind of funny when you, you're at a certain point you're like and eh, fuck it it's washington <laughs> like right
1: exactly so yeah i mean i kind of get the you know a little bit of worry there in baltimore but they're, I mean, they're probably going to win most of their games down the stretch.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not, like, 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 super concerned. Like, I do think Lamar will keep getting better at his deep ball. Like, it's mm. not even, like, it's not even just, it's not just the deep ball. So it's not, like, fully the deep ball. It's the deep ball near the sideline is the problem. Ah. Uh, like, it, because, um, like, he yeah, hit all outside. in the middle of the field. Yeah, like, because outside the numbers, like, has been his struggle. And, like, he looked good outside the numbers the first two weeks. But then the last two weeks, it's been, you know, it's kind of regressed again. So, like, I'm hoping, okay, will he hone that back into weeks one and two? And so that's why I'm, like, putting, like, Lamar. Like, as long as you can do that, I think they're good. Because so he's just got to hit Hollywood deep. And then they're I think they're golden. So. <sighs> uh, you know, I think it'll happen. I just, I mean, I
1: like, um, I like lamar's work ethic i like that he just I, I don't think he likes being bad at anything i think that he wants to keep proving himself and making himself better which is a good attribute to have mm-hmm. uh, for anybody in the nfl especially say bad coaches like matt patricia i'm gonna be doing that all uh podcast by the way but um you know trying to learn and make yourself better i like I think the Ravens are in a really good position. They're they could win every other like every game down the stretch mm-hmm. because they they you know struggle against teams when they don't have a lead. And most of the teams they play, I think they can get a lead on.
0: Yeah, but I'm trying. I'm gonna pull up the rest of their schedule because I get Cincinnati this week. Which is talking about get right spots, you know Lamar just kind of owns them. <laughs> yeah, which we'll we'll get there, but. Yeah, I'm not yeah, like I mean, they
1: get like the Steelers and the and the Patriots are like the the two.
0: Yeah, so they get C Bengals, Eagles, and they get the Steelers, which that's gonna be a really good game, and like I think the Steelers match up kinda well against them. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be interested to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Then Colts, Packs, which that'll be a good game. Titans, which I'm that'll be a fun revenge game with with how their run D's been this year, I think the Ravens pull it out, but Yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah, they'll be I fine. They'll make the they playoffs. Like the Steelers, right? The yeah, the Steelers game gonna give us like a lot of info on where the Ravens are headed, like deep playoff run wise. But I as well like the, the the deep balls like on the sidelines, and then the run the run game has been like oddly not on track. Which okay, like when will they start using Dobbins more? I know I'm probably biased, but he he I think he objectively has more to offer than the rest of the backfield. Like especially like, as a I'm, receiver. I'm,
1: I'm like sad. I'm not seeing him as much now. They didn't really need him last game. Yeah. And I think we set out in the early on, like you're going to see him more uh, in games where it's really competitive Mm -hmm. as opposed to blowouts. So Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have a few games here. He's got time still to get on track, but it's a little bit of a letdown so far from what we're expecting out of him.
0: Yeah. Like he's, so good he's looked really good when he's had the chances he is a just a big play waiting to happen so like i i'm just waiting for them to use him more i feel mm. like i feel like i feel like in the games or like they're like okay like we got to get fucking serious here they should use him more but we'll see like it it's been it was a short off season for the rookies it makes it tough to really like i'm not going to be hard on any of the rookies given the circumstances right but um Washington no, side, no, no preseason like, yeah yeah no
1: no preseason
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, Washington side said Haskins is having a bad time. But yeah. McLaurin's so dang good. And then Gibson's starting to shine. He's looked really good. He looked good in this game. Had a nice long uh, reception. He's clearly the lead back there. So I think moving forward, he's someone you can kind of like confidently keep playing. But sad team. Mm-hmm.
1: Sad team. Washington sad skins.
0: <laughs> Skin sacks. <laughs> <sex. Everyone's called. laughs> um, next up, we had Arizona at. Carolina so what what Arizona announced that their starting safeties were out and like Buda Baker and um who's the other guy but anyway their starting safeties were out and so like at that moment I'm like do I switch to Carolina I'm like they won't last week I'm like no I'll, I'll stick with Arizona like I think they can win it but no they kind of got exposed with this was I, I heard someone say like maybe like maybe Townsend Hopkins got like hurt a little bit and we didn't know it or something. I have no clue if that's a thing. That or not. makes the most sense to me. Yeah, like Kenny and Drake left mid-game or like late in the game I should say. But obviously I don't know if it was I don't remember when exactly it was that it was past the point of like mattering, but I don't
1: I didn't get to check this, but when I went to work on Sunday, uh DeAndre Hopkins had seven receptions for 41 yards and when I came home from work He still had seven receptions for 41 yards. So, like, he might...
0: Did he get a target in the second half? Uh, I I have no fucking clue. Like, I guess I can find out. Not. I'm looking right now. Looks like he got one there. Oh, oh, he came in with an ankle issue, apparently. I forgot about that. Mm. So, maybe that was bothering mid-game. I don't know. He got nine targets in total. But, yeah, like, only 41 yards is kind of crazy for him.
1: Yeah, it looks like he had one target in the second half. If,
0: Let's see if I'm reading this. He bit. got, so, yeah, he had, so he had, three, he had three in the second half and the, after six in the first half, so.
1: He had three targets in the second half? Yeah. That's not enough when you're losing by that much. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I said, maybe, maybe he was still not feeling 100%. I don't know, but, like, if you contain Kyler and you blanket Hopkins, like, it really limits the Arizona Cardinals. I think teams are going to start to kind of figure that out. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah, I, um, like, even with Arizona having people out on defense, their offense was really just sad.
0: Yeah, you thought they should have been able to, like, win. But...
1: Carolina does not have a great secondary. There's not a corner on their team that can, I think, safely cover DeAndre Hopkins at no. pretty much any point. So, like, what the hell was happening they had like one touchdown in the first half
0: yeah like yeah i w- like i looked at the score and was like fucking fucking shock it was 7-21 right and made no sense which props like props to matt rule props to the yeah. panthers and obviously so we love teddy doing well his touchdown run was nice too
1: that was great they kept showing Go it teddy. on red zone i'm
0: like oh fuck yeah like that was good how about teddy's like you want me to
1: be a bridge quarterback f
0: you <laughs> bridge might be in my name but and that's that's the joke that's all <laughs> but you know a really good day for teddy um robbie anderson is his guy i guess <laughs> i
1: love it so happy for robbie yeah. he got away from gase
0: he's somewhere where the sun actually shines <laughs> but
1: yeah matt rules never coached in the nfl and even he knows how to use robbie more effectively than that mm-hmm.
0: Gase. which <laughs> He did have... He, they, there is a Temple connection there, which maybe I don't know if we, like, understated it, or Robbie is just actually really good, and... Well, we knew he was good, but... I mean, I guess that's what happens when you're out of Gase's shitty tyranny, like, you just do better. it's a little um, calm A, a little column B. Yeah. Um, yeah, the DJ Moore. So, he's got a great matchup against Atlanta this week. He's overdue for a touchdown, like, based on, like, yards, ARs, all that. He's one of, the, like... He's pretty much, like, the main touchdown regression candidate right now, so, like... If he doesn't ball out against Atlanta, then I'll panic. But I mean he's still getting like targets and stuff. It's not like it's like he's not it's not like he's not getting anything. It's just that like it's not as much as everyone had hoped and Robbie Anderson's getting more, like
1: yeah, I'd say in terms of targets... Yeah, he's got he doing... 9,
0: 13, 4, and 6, which 4 and 6 is a little early, especially 4, but like, he got 9 and 13 the first two weeks. Like,
1: Yeah, I mean, he's behind Robbie by two targets. Robbie has 34, he has 32. He just has 18 receptions to Robbie's 28. Mm-hmm. Man, Robbie's 28 of 34.
0: That's crazy. You would never expect that.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen. I mm-hmm. thought it was like, like DJ Moore would sort of still maintain his dominance as the number one wideout, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, because in the, in the games where they've needed to throw, DJ Moore's been solid, he's been fine. But like the, well, especially the Tampa game, but like the last two they've been ahead, kind of like they've been leading, so they haven't needed to throw as much. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Atlanta, she, like, he should bounce back, but we'll, we'll <laughs> address that, but... I mean, Mike Davis has clearly been worth whatever fab you spent on him. He's getting all the looks. He's getting tons of catches. It's been great. But on the Arizona side, injuries aside, it turns out Kenny and Drake so far has been the bust of the first round. I know we, like, briefly discussed it at one point, like, before the season. Like, if you have to pick a bust, who is it? And, like, my, I kind of just, like, the fault answer is Kenny and Drake. I thought that I thought it would be bad or anything. He's getting the looks. It's just, like, his... Receiving involvement's way down. Kyler Murray's mooching a lot of the rushing, like, especially the touchdowns. Like, mm-hmm. So,
1: yep. And we know Drake has a bit of an injury history. Yeah. Um, I think he's okay. He had like a chest injury last game, but I think he's fine.
0: Yeah. Like, you just assume he got the wood knocked out of him or something. Like, I don't know. Could have been. Who knows? But I like having Chase Edmonds, though. Yeah, Chase Chase Edemans is really good. Like they clearly want to use them, and maybe like this off season was a good time to get him involved because I know we got her last year at some point too. Mm. But yeah, Ken and Drake has been a big disappointment so far, especially not doing anything against Carolina's one D. You're like really concerned there. But I mean, yeah. like I mean, how do you feel about these two these two teams going forward? Both now, like are they both now two and two? Right?
1: I think they're both two and two.
0: Yeah. So I mean, what's your kind of like prognosis on? These teams going forward,
1: I'm more optimistic on Carolina. Just in turn, like compared to where I was with them earlier in the Mm -hmm. year, um, their offense is fun. We we knew that was going to happen.
0: Yeah, like my thought was fun, bad team, but
1: yeah, fun bad team. They'll still get to five or six wins, I think. Um, Arizona, I'm a little bit concerned about because. At some point, you have to start looking at Cliff and some of the things he's doing as a head coach. He's, you know, first year is his last year. But there were definitely some questionable things going on in the game. Um, Now they've lost two games to teams they need to beat. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, their division is really tough. That You can't afford a loss to the Panthers because the rest of their division is going to beat the Panthers. You're already now... Like putting yourself in a bad position. That's not. That's like a really bad loss for them. Um, like I still trust Kyler to make magic happen with DeAndre throughout the season, but there are concerns there now. They might be the worst team in the NFC West. To I don't know them. Them and the Rams are clearly not where the other two are yet.
0: Yeah, like I mean, okay, it's. I think it's Seattle that everyone else or. What's Jimmy G's bad? That's the, that's the thing, too. They don't have Jimmy G. Like I think Yeah, the back,
1: Niners are all an in injury hell right now. I want yeah. to see what they look like with the whole team there.
0: Yeah, like, I, I think it'll it'll shake out, like, with that second in the division. But I have no idea, like, because I really want to see the Rams and Cardinals play to know, like, who's better. <laughs> that's the thing. Because yeah. they're both so different. So it's hard to really gauge it. But, yeah, like, yeah, this is a division where it's a really strong division. You can't just have dumb fucking losses like this. Yeah, they don't
1: play till December.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I, it's always hilarious. Like some divisions, like they like play each other like weeks like fifteen and seventeen or something. Right.
1: It's like, why are you doing this? Then you've got other division games. They play week one and then week sixteen.
0: Yeah, like, like I said, I'm I'm excited for like the Atlanta Carolina game. I feel like this is gonna be like a fucking shootout. Like, it's, like I assume it'll be. What's the over under on that? jumping in a little ahead of us not high enough 53 and a half I mean that makes sense yeah it's come down a little bit actually interesting that's right around what I would have picked mm-hmm. moving on to Minnesota at Houston <laughs> um Houston almost made the comeback but I mean at least at least Bill O'Brien got fired yeah yeah I guess it's like the like long term is probably best they didn't pull off the comeback because this will this is for the betterment of the franchise Yep, glad to see it. Glad mm-hmm. he's gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, like, which way the team goes from here, because, like, we've discussed this, I feel like, a lot before. Like, when a bad coach gets fired, there's either, like, the, like, resurgence of, like, yay, we're free, or sometimes it just gets, like, very shambly the next week or two.
1: Yeah. I um, I, I feel like they're going to get better.
0: <laughs> I mean, it can't get worse, right? Like, <laughs> Right so this like, was a
1: weird game though
0: yeah i houston has looked bad like i know they had a tough first three weeks but like they should have bought out this week and they didn't
1: they should have and so what like the things we know we know minnesota's secondary is trash it is hot moist trash <laughs> like just damp yeah warm disgusting hot garbage. and
0: also burning somehow
1: <laughs> it is wet and burning at the same time, <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's when you go see the doctor. Anyway, <laughs> what like, but what's confusing though was so it was so weird to watch it was Deshaun Watson was just holding onto the ball the whole game and not throwing it. Like his corners, like the corners on the Vikings were covering his receivers the whole game. But we know their secondary sucks. So what? What gives, What was yeah. happening? We need that. Camera that's on the goal line, looking down, you know, on the defense, so we can see what was happening. Because I'm like a little bit still baffled.
0: No, that was frankly. that was legit. Like my main question was like, I'm I'm waiting for that to become available so I can see what happened. Like, <laughs> was no one actually open, or was he just like, like, like this was one of the like better, not better, but like. It was not the line's fault for once. Like it was not they were not the issue. The O-line is giving him plenty of time. And then after like four seconds he was scrambling for the most part. Right, exactly. Obviously they're gonna get some quick pressure on occasion, but like like that he was holding the ball entirely too long and either need to run sooner or throw it away or someone's open. But like, yeah. We need more info, I think, but it was not it was bad.
1: It was ba- like he would start scrambling, but then he wouldn't throw it away. He would still just hold on to it and take the sack or barely get to the outside. Yeah. I don't...
0: <sighs> I don't know. Like, obviously, as like DeAndre Hopkins is someone you can lean on. He bails, He probably bailed him out a lot. And he doesn't have the chemistry fully yet with anyone besides, you know, well, fuller, really. I know he sort of does with Kenny Sales, but he doesn't have the chemistry with Cooks or Cobb fully yet. So, I mean... I mean, was still getting used to, like, having David Johnson as, like, a dump off I'm not sure, so.
1: It's crazy. I I don't know. There, it just wasn't gelling. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what a, a new coach does for this offense that I had a lot of hype for in the offseason.
0: Yeah, they, they get Jacksonville this week, so, like, it should get better. But, like, and then <laughs> the, Brandon Cook, the Brandon Cook zero was, like, a whole other level of tilting for me. That was a slap in the face. Yeah, like there's no reason Brandon Cook should should have done nothing, and so he's on the wait and see list for me. Um, my my Cook's take has been one of my worst takes so far. It's been bad, but um,
1: this might be the week where like if you abandon it, it's gonna burn you.
0: But like I'm okay waiting till he does something. I'm like <laughs> I'm waiting for two good weeks in a row at this point. Like okay, like, like it, it it it's Jacksonville uh-huh. with a new coach. Yeah, like I'm, I, like if if he does something against Jacksonville, I'm like, okay, good. That's what's supposed to happen. I got to make sure what's <laughs> supposed to happen happens first.
1: Right. Um, that that's fair.
0: But on the other side of the ball, uh, Dalvin Cook is nuts. He looks so good. Um, and the Houston run D is butts. They looked so bad. Um, <laughs>
1: it's <a thing laughs> he was they, he was nuts and they were butts.
0: Yep. Nuts to butt, but in a not good way. Um, <laughs> and then Justin Jefferson looked really good. at it. he's appears to be the real deal probably worth whatever fab you spent on him in the same vein of kind of like Davis. um and it's nice because the minnesota offense is those two in Thielen, so like you always know who it's going to so it's really easy to like stack for dfs which is nice um and their defense is still bad so like they're still gonna have to throw some so yeah and i they don't let this game fool you on their defense like seattle's gonna remind you in week five that their <laughs> defense is still bad defense still bad <laughs> burning and wet What's the over under for that game? Let's see. We've got um, that Sunday night game. We were at we're at fifty seven and a half. Wow! Holy shit! Is that the highest? Yeah, it's the highest we've seen in a while. That might be the highest we. Yeah, pretty sure it's the highest this season. Might be the highest since that like Rams Chiefs game or something. Right, the Rams Chiefs game that was like sixty or sixty
1: three or something. It was
0: bonkers. I mean, this game makes sense. It should go very high because these these secondaries are trash. Like Minnesota's really bad. Seattle is just allowing an absurd amount of yards to receivers each week, so mm-hmm. that'll be a fun one. That's a Sunday fun. night game, right? I think. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that'll night. be the Sunday night game. Mm. Lots of fun fantasy stuff for that. Um, but yeah, we saw Minnesota finally kind of swing back up, but I, I don't know how up they're going to stay. We're, waiting, we're just kind of waiting for Houston to show some life. So, um.
1: well, we got a primetime Kirk. This week. So, this is the one that'll tell you.
0: Oh, it's like (laughs) insert loud golf noise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the week. If they have a good offensive performance and they look great and they do well in primetime, I think you can expect the Vikings to be on the upward trend. But if, um, well, some of the old primetime Kirk we've seen before resurfaces, so to speak and they struggle and look really bad,
0: <laughs> then you know it was kind of a, a blip. Yeah, primetime Russ versus primetime Kirk. <laughs> oof, my <Bob>, boof. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, I'm excited the, for that. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. But uh, on to the 4 p.m. games. We had uh, a lot of grossness here. It was They were bad. Um, they were all bad, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, Bill's Raiders was a little better, but the other two were oh, yeah, that, yeah. really rough. Um, which I, oh, I guess we, I guess we talked about one of them already with Indy Chicago. I forgot about that. That got moved to the later, uh, bar because the, uh, Chiefs game got moved to Monday because of COVID. So. Right. So yeah, we just went through the dock order. So that's why we already hit on one of them. But yeah, the Giants-Rams was gross. It was awful. Um, expected from the Giants, but, uh, Sean, you have no excuse. Uh, I see through your ruse, Sean, um. You guys lollygagged at this game, all right? Like, you got dawned on by the Bills for a lot of the game and then started coming back. You didn't put away the Giants in any fashion of handling nature. Um, like, right. It should have been a blowout.
1: This should have been a They're, blowout. Their
0: implied total is like 30. They should have dawned on him and it's, they should have asserted their dominance. They have to, like, be I.
1: I almost felt bad giving myself a win for my record column picking the Rams because yeah. my narrative was the Rams could give the Giants a 20 point head start and still not win. Like that actually wouldn't have come true.
0: Yeah, like I my my Daryl Henderson love that that hit me in the pooper real hard. <laughs> that was not a good time.
1: <laughs> like what on earth? That was it was bad. Like it was just bad. It was sloppy and like Nope. The Giants, like, obviously are bad, so the Rams don't have to try that hard, but you could have tried a little more, guys.
0: Yeah, it's it was uninspiring, so. Eesh.
1: Yeah. And that was the Giants in L.A., so the uh-huh. Giants were all the way over there, and, like, so L.A. was playing in their optimal time and, like, ready to go, and the Giants kept the game close, <laughs>
0: Yeah, got to be concerned about the Rams going forward as well. Um,
1: the, yeah, I said maybe we're overblowing the win with Philly. Yeah, like, like they kind of bombed on Philly there.
0: Uh huh. Because they they beat the Cowboys, which that was a weirdly low scoring game for the Cowboys. Um, beat Philly. I see Bills hurt them. Like the Rams defense is gonna shut down not good teams, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. This felt weird. Um. Next up, yeah, yeah bounce around a little. Do it. It's
1: weird. Yeah, it's weird. It was weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I barely watched any of the game, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I saw a little bit of it because I was like, Is there a hunt? gonna do anything. Nope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, jump around a little bit. This is next on our list because it was gonna be an afternoon game, but KM uh tested positive for COVID and made this um, turned it from game of the week to game that shall reek. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was when he was ruled out. Everyone just kind of was like, all right, this is not it.
0: It kind of became a free one for Kansas City. We saw, yeah, Brian Hoyer be Brian Hoyer. We saw Stidham show like more life, but ultimately, uh, Julian Edelman gave them a pick six. And yeah, Stidham had like that overthrow in the end zone, which that was kind of late in the game. It didn't matter a ton, but yeah, yeah, Hoyer did not give them any chance to win. Um, should have been great. And, like, you like you got to think that Cam-led Pats team would have had a really good chance at this. And, like, could have, I'm not going to say would have, but, like, had, w- they would have kept this very competitive would have been a lot better if Cam were there.
1: I think everyone can agree with that, even Chiefs fans. Yeah, the, like, like, Cam is in, like, in the playoffs. That game is not going to look like that.
0: Yeah, and also, like, the Chiefs, I don't want to say, like, they, they looked complacent after the resounding win last week. Like, they, they, they weren't really trying that hard either. Like, <laughs> it didn't yeah, seem I mean, like it. Like, from everything I saw, like, I mean, obviously, they won, got their touchdowns. They got some touches to meet Cole Manufactured, which is good. Um, They won, but, like, it didn't look they, they were, like, trying all that hard, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't, didn't, need like,
1: to. stomp on them. Uh-huh. The Patriots are just still the Patriots, and Bill Belichick's still Bill Belichick. But, you know... May there, there is a slight chance, just a slight chance. I'm not saying it did happen, but you know, Bill was thinking, you know, we're gonna play this team again in the playoffs when it matters. Why, why not design an entirely new playbook? I'm never gonna use again to run <laughs> with Hoyer to run with Hoyer instead of Cam. So they have absolutely no tape on us. Good, great, all right.
0: Yeah, and like that could <laughs> also been what Andrew is doing too. Like maybe, uh, right? Like there, exactly. there was no need to break out anything. Like we saw their typical like touch pass at the end zone, but everyone knows they do that. Like they're Yeah, I feel box, like we just
1: watched alone. like chess, you know, so, <laughs> like we just watched, but like the first 10 moves of chess, which are all like <laughs> just setting up your pawns in the right way. Yeah, and then Like they didn't like, want to
0: show anything. And then someone's kid like spills something and you have to finish it like next week. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> like, but then like next week turns into like four months. Like, you never get around yeah. to the game of chess you come over and you get distracted like yeah exactly just like chess yeah i haven't played chess in a while I um, sometimes
1: playing my computer usually beats me yeah
0: <laughs> my friend colin we, we played chess sometimes a while back and like there was one game i got him to a tie and i felt good about that nice so that was neat um, <laughs> and then uh next up we had uh bills at raiders um we both had the bills here Raiders had a lot of injuries coming in. No Rugs, no Edwards, no Incognito, no Trent Brown. Um, John Ish. Brown did play. There was no Moss, but that was, I mean, it didn't really matter much. Um, the game made me kind of sad in a way because like the Raiders surprised me a little bit. Like pleasantly, obviously, with the first half play, they looked solid, only to reveal their true Raider nature and reveal the real car Carr. Um, which, to mm-hmm. be fair, they've got like significant injuries, but like this is kind of what I said earlier. You want a quarterback that could mask them. Like, and Derek Carr's not that guy. Like, this young core has a lot of problems that so I don't want to get wasted on them thinking Derek Carr's the guy. Like, has he played better this year? Yeah. But, like, offense has been all up. And, like, the line, aside from, you know, the last game or two, has been elite for a lot of his career. Like, his yeah. MVP, like, you know, caliber season was fueled by an elite all-time offensive line. Like... For sure. And then, did he, did he have Cooper and Crabtree both at that point still? Or just Cooper? How I can't remember what the two were, but I think, yeah, Cooper and Crabtree still, right? I think he
1: still had Cooper, right? Yeah,
0: but, like, yeah, I don't know. And then, like, this is the Bills pulled away. Then, obviously, Ray's got a late touchdown. But, yeah, a lot of, of drives just kind of stalled out and it's not something you really can, like, have. Let me check. Let me see. They had, yeah, a lot of field goals. <laughs> Some turnovers, too, like, the Waller fumble, which was kind of... That was a wonky fumble, unfortunately. That was, like, a weird play. Um, <clears> and then... I think it was. I'm trying to remember if, if... There was one really wonky fumble. I don't remember if it was that one or if it just got punched out. But I thought that was the wonky one. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then, obviously, Carr had the strip sack there. Um, but, yeah, like, I didn't expect the Raiders to win, so they got my hopes up a little bit, and then I was sad. Because, like, they got they got it to 17-16. Like, first round the their quarter, you know, seventeen sixteen. unfortunately, they stalled, you know... Close to the mm-hmm. line, and then Bills just kind of start running away with it, and then yeah. Uh,
1: it kind of, I mean, it kind of went how we thought it would go, I feel like,
0: mm-hmm. in
1: terms of the score of the game, at least. They, the Raiders are just, they're not quite there where the Bills are at in their rebuild. Yeah. Their it uh, should go get an elite QB talent in the
0: draft. Yeah, they really should. I said, I wish they would have run after Cam, that would have been fun, but. So it so it is. I mean cars obviously they're not gonna they're not gonna upgrade for car right now. Like it Marcus Mariota and Nathan Peter oh, right. being, that are not the answers, but absolutely not. But correct. But
1: yeah. you know, come next draft, you know, you've got Jacobs and a great O line and rugs and Renfro's looking solid and Waller, like man, you could you get a good quarterback coming out of college, how effective they can be right away. Mm. That's all you need. And that now you've got a four year weight on having to pay a quarterback, too.
0: Yeah, which is always nice. Yeah, that contract for him is looking bad right now. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, Stefan Diggs, sir, I owe you an apology. I frantically tried to unload you in, the, in Dynasty once you got to the Bills. Um, I traded yeah. you for A-Rob. I mean, I love A-Rob, but that has been, a unfortunately, a poor decision at this point. You are averaging 100 yards a game, have two touchdowns, you are balling out. I didn't expect it. He's at what, like 35 targets already? Like, Jalen is looking to him often, and it's working a lot. It was an odd. I didn't expect this pairing to work, but it turns out it did because Josh Allen has the balls to throw it to Diggs in situations where he can get it, unlike Kirk Cousins did. So, like, yeah. And digs yeah. is kind of like a safety blanket. Like he's he's like a deep safety blanket because Diggs will right. like get open and make the catches. So it yep. makes it easier on Jalen. So yeah,
1: it and, helps Jalen out so much.
0: Yeah, and you can't like blanket digs because you have John Brown on the other side. Like Cole Beasley's not <laughs> like great, but he's you know someone who has to be guarded. And then you know you've got Jalen who can run himself. Like you can't just like blanket Diggs at to anything too. So. Yeah, Beasley's got that deceptive
1: speed. <laughs>
0: what well, they they called Carr like a sneaky athlete on the broadcast. And I started like, cracking up. <laughs> oh I'm, like, my god, that's another one. I know. Like it's like no, Carr's like pretty athletic. I know he's not like off the charts, but like it's they just had to call, a <laughs> Yeah, they just had to call it sneaky. It was funny. Like he's, he's a sneaky
1: athletic. Like man. he's definitely
0: more athletic than Dwayne Haskins, but they're not going to call Dwayne Haskins sneaky athletic. Right. <laughs> it's just, it cracks oh. me up. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, the Bills are looking great.
1: Yeah, (laughs) they look really, really damn good. Defense is sound on, like, most of their fronts. Their offense is clicking. Like, the line is healthy. They also, like I will say, they have very few injuries.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they're one of the healthiest teams right now.
1: They're one of the healthiest teams, and a lot of other teams have a lot of injuries. Mm. So, you know, that's not taking anything away from them. But things will get more competitive as the season goes on and people come
0: back. Yeah. So but so far so good for the Bills. Um
1: So far so good for the Bills. Yeah.
0: Sean McDermott really like do what? It's hard not to like him. Yeah, and like Sean McDermott is really like showing that he is a good coach. <laughs> right. Like we've always liked him, but this yeah, he's like having a good team and putting this together it looks really good, so It's all, like, gone the way they, you know, it should be. Yeah, the rebuild plan has gone exactly the plan.
1: Right. They they followed the process to the T. Like, they didn't give up on it halfway through, like other organizations have that will remain nameless. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, they got their coach and their GM, and they started building the team up with the draft. They drafted their quarterback when he had a decent line already. They just, like – I don't know. They use, they use all their pieces the right way. They're well run. They're fun to watch. They're easy to root for. Mm-hmm. Like even as someone who likes the jets, like I don't, I don't hate the bills, man.
0: I yeah. Like you, you have no reason to hate the bills at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're so, another yeah. scrappy team. You know, as long as it's not the Patriots winning the division.
0: Yeah. The, I said, the bills should win the division this year. This is a chance. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, moving on to the Sunday night game. Um, philly pulled it out they now lead the division hilariously um isn't that great yeah i said like as we discussed i was torn on this game i wanted like not wanted to feel like i heavily considered philly but ultimately went san fran because of like i just picked okay the best player in the game healthy is kittle so i picked them but it turns out mullins is a pumpkin um and the 49ers randomly like 49 ers are really excited about Mullins. They won't trade Mullins. They like what they have in Mullins. And <laughs> now that, yeah, oh, you wanted to keep your pumpkin for Halloween, you fucks? Like, <laughs> like beat hard, which I'm always going to call him beat, hard. Um, beat I, hard. If Jimmy G isn't back, I assume he starts. Because, like, he literally just, like, rage-pulled Mullins after that fucking clueless play. Oh, God, yeah. So, yeah, Nick, Nick's mulling is what I'm going to call him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but on the other side, like, I have no fucking clue what Philly's doing. Like, I don't know how they won this. Like, they just kind of lucked into Nick Mullins, I guess, but, like...
1: They played aggressive. They yeah, went for fourth down a lot.
0: Yeah, like, which makes sense against an injured defense. Like, Peterson wasn't a pussy, but, like, at the same time, like, some of their... Some of their decisions still baffle me, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get, like... I th- I think they played the game right, but like I still like don't feel confident that they're gonna do the right thing next week, which there may not be a right option next week. Yeah, I mean just, they've
1: got a really tough schedule, man.
0: Yeah, just watching them not run Miles Sanders last week a bunch makes me really cautious about anything good Philly does. But yeah, like they were aggressive, which was finally good. But right, I don't know. the teams the team's rough right now. They got they got a good win, but now they got Pittsburgh next week, who I expect to beat the shit out of them. Um, yeah but I don't know I'm not really that worried about San Fran they got backups in like they got a backup quarterback 13 quarterback whatever I think they'll be fine right.
1: yeah I'm not too worried about them either like yeah they managed to beat the Jets and the Giants with a backup by 30 points like yeah. that's still fairly impressive because they are still an NFL team regardless of how bad they are both of them mm-hmm. like with your backups to win by 30 that's pretty dang good yeah um so yeah I'm not worried about San Fran Philly's got a really tough schedule. I think people have been too hard on Wentz personally because he—I mean—he really doesn't have anyone to throw to.
0: Yeah, like I'll admit he—he he hasn't been like that good or anything. Like I'm saying, he's not been that good. But he's been like average, I guess, because like he has made some bad decisions for sure.
1: He definitely has, but he also came back and won the game.
0: Yeah, he—he like he has very fun. little to work with, also. So
1: yeah and we're talking about all these new receivers the revolving door of never getting chemistry with any of them he finally got goddard and goddard got hurt like it's Ertz and sanders and that's not enough
0: (laughs) greg greg ward was their most experienced wide receiver last night like
1: basically Jalen
0: ragor's hurt al shaw's not back. uh deshaun jackson's hurt like yeah it sucks
1: it's Dreadful. Yeah, it was like High Tower and Fulgum or something. Yeah, and
0: Travis Fulgum. I don't know if he's like a tight end or receiver or what. It I kind of blends there.
1: I, I don't even know. <laughs> it's so. like, yeah. I mean, you can put some on Wentz for making bad decisions, sure, but he's not he doesn't have a lot to work with, yeah. and he's trying to make those to guys that he has no chemistry with.
0: It's tough to consistently make good decisions when everything's crumbling around you. Like,
1: <laughs> right.
0: That's the thing.
1: So yeah, I mean they're in the dumpster right now. They need to get a lot of players back if they really want to seriously win this division, even with how bad the division looks at the moment. Yeah. Like there's like it's you know It's up for grabs. But can we just not have an NFC East division winner? East?
0: I thought you said least.
1: (laughs) Can we just not? Yeah, that would be great. They don't deserve it. We'll give it to another um, team in the West. There, yeah. Another NFC West. They get we'll two. just put the whole NFC West in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: They just become the West, and then <laughs> that's how it works. They absorbed the East. Yeah. But, yeah, like Carson Wentz did, like I said, his touchdown run was a very, like, inspired play. He looked kind of pissed. Because, like, Jalen Hurts isn't the answer to make this team come out of a hole. Like, it's not, like, they have a billion other problems
1: not unless he can play wide receiver no,
0: yeah, like, <laughs> so. or put what's at tight end or something then yeah. <laughs> out, like, one of them has to be on the field They run a two quarterback thing where they're both weapons <laughs> yeah. yeah so who knows but and then finally we've got atlanta at green bay this game went about how i thought it would um i had no confidence that atlanta stood a chance in this game like i'll be unfortunately honest like because they're coming in with Julio Hurt, Ridley Hurt, like their secondary Hurt, and they became more Hurt. Like It was yeah. rough. The Packers got up 20-3 to in the first half really quickly. The only thing I didn't see coming was fucking Bobby Tanyan, or well, Robert Tanyan, we call him Bobby, <laughs> getting three fucking touchdowns. That was absurd. But, I mean, no Devontae Adams, no Lazard, I guess it makes some sense. But, like, yeah, I don't know when they pull the court on the coaching staff, like what the... Deal is there? I mean, at least they finally fucking use Gurley, but in a pretty like Sisyphean effort. So,
1: yeah, man, no Devontae, no problem. Did not
0: yeah. matter. Rogers is on like, a he stills third to pick yet he, I mean, expectedly picked apart this Falcons defense twenty seven to thirty three, three twenty seven to four, like even threw in a five yard run.
1: That I'm always a year early on my predictions. I don't know why it is, but last year I said Rogers was going to be MVP, and now it's happening this year. <laughs> and I said it, this was Deshaun Watson's year. For
0: next year, yeah. So that
1: next year, look <laughs> out for Deshaun Watson for MVP. I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> only, always a year early. I don't understand it. So yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers for MVP, right? Yeah. Like and those two.
0: I think Josh Allen is is in consideration right now. Like I feel like you kind of have to put him in the conversation too. Yeah. Sure but right now i would give it to russell wilson personally i would i would too yeah, because, because he is
1: actually more important to the team winning whereas Rodgers is just kind of hate fucking everything
0: yeah uh, the packers <laughs> were also the packers would suck without aaron Rodgers. like if they you put would. if you put a league average quarterback on each of these teams like the bills would take the smallest drop i think because there's so much talent there um yes Russ has consistently made a lot out of not much, but he's not, he's got two really good receivers. Though. like Rogers at the moment. He has a really good line, but I mean, they said he, he and Russ are working with less than Jalen is. I think.
1: Definitely. And I think if you took Russell Wilson out of Seattle, there's maybe one other quarterback you could put in there that would have the same offensive success. And that's basically Pat Mahomes yeah. or, Aaron, or Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like Ru- Russ could go anywhere and be really good. Like, right. So, but now he's got Hackett and GK and he's just fucking insane. So.
1: Except the Jets.
0: Rip. Rip he Jets. would not be good on the Jets. Yeah. People yeah. say like, people, I've, heard, I've heard people say like, Mahomes could say the Jets. I'm like, are you sure? Don't, don't you put that evil on him. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, I it, no matter how good someone is, I, it's the, the organization, the coach, the team around you to fit is really important. Like, it matters where you end up. Right. So, I mean, look at Tannehill right now. Like, he has turned into, like, a pretty solid quarterback. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
1: All I had to do was get away from Adam Gase. mm Mm-hmm. Who knew?
0: But, anyway, this game. So, Falcons became more hurt. Um, Julio left the game, which he shouldn't have played anyway. I was kind of pissed that they let him play, honestly. Ridley wasn't 100%. Matt Ryan's throwing wasn't 100%. The line was playing like ass. Like... So the like, Falcons are just playing like shit, and they're just not good right now. Um, it makes me sad, but it's the, it's the truth. Like Rogers yeah. has the secondary; like, they get hurt every year, no matter what. Which again, on that note, get a new strength and conditioning coach, medical team, whatever. For God, like, for real. Yeah, and like Demonte, because he, he's one of the few bright spots in the secondary. Now he's hurt. Um, I don't remember what the injury was. If it was like a, um, I guess I'll pull it up. Cause I think he went down on contact, which is yeah, yeah, Achilles. So he is probably out for the year now. Yep, he's out for the year. So, damn, that defense is even worse. Um, so Mc- I think McKinley was out as well. So mm-hmm. the pass rush because they've they've got like some strong front, like like up front guys. But when McKinley's out, it hurts a lot. So they got a zero. Like yeah, just end the suffering. AKA the <laughs> coaching staff. Like it's bad. I do.
1: I was at the bar the other night. I was just this poor Falcons fan, just <laughs> sitting at the bar, like drinking his sorrows away. And I, I, made, I said, you know, kind of like trying to offer like in condolence, like you know, I, I would take your offense over my Jets right now. And he was like, yeah, our team has as many wits as you <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. I, was, you know, I was like, Quinn has to get fired, right? And he was like, he has to, right? he has to get fired. Like, he wanted it to happen so badly. I felt <laughs> bad for him.
0: Yeah, like, the thing with the Falcons is there were and are and will be expectations. With the Jets, it was just, like, you knew it would be bad. Not this bad, but, like, you were kind of prepared for some suffering.
1: Oh, yeah, no, we're okay because we were expecting this. It's yeah. all about expectation. Yeah. All, ha- there's expectations.
0: Happiness the is always a function of expectations. Like. <laughs> thousand percent (laughs) so if you expect your team to be good and they're not you're really pissed cowboys um and then browns fans are finally getting you know some unexpected well not unexpected but some success that they've been expecting for the last couple of years yeah so but yeah week four was pretty bonkers i think week five will be maybe maybe a little more predictable but there's still some close games and so this is the point where okay we think we kind of know like a little more this season's info matters a lot and then Week five will come in and just like dillywop us with something new, but
1: oh yeah, I'm expecting that. Yeah, <laughs> something's gonna happen this week. Mm-hmm. That's like what on earth? I wouldn't see that coming.
0: Yeah, there, there's there's gotta be like one game where like watch like the Jets win. No, I'm kidding. Or like let's <laughs> be real now. Yeah, there's gonna be one upset where everyone's like, "What the actual fuck is happening?" It's 2020, okay. <laughs>
1: Like Joe Burrow beating the Ravens,
0: <laughs> that'd be funny. Well, they're like like Miami beating San Fran would be not like wild, but people would be like surprised. Like if the Giants beat Dallas,
1: or De- or Denver beats New England because yeah. Drew Locks back and or like
0: no the Chargers beating the Saints. Oof! Yeah, that's gonna be a good I, Monday night game. But... or or Minnesota beating Seattle, gonna be a lot of fuckery. But I'm <laughs> I'm excited for the fuckery. So, on to the Thursday night preview that we're going to cover um, today here on Tuesday. Then we'll get to the rest of the games on Thursday once we have more info. So, we've got a Thursday night clash of Chicago and Tampa here. Woo! We've actually got a Super Bowl rematch of quarterbacks. Fun fact. I literally just thought about wow. that, yeah.
1: <laughs> I did not think
0: about that. Yeah, it wow. just hit my brain.
1: That is a. Uh...
0: Nicole's Brady rematch.
1: Oh, yeah, so they're definitely going to win.
0: Yeah, we had Tampa, but now for sure we've got Tampa. (laughs) And Their defense should hold in check. So, like, a lot of injuries, though, on the Bucs side. So, um, Godwin and Fournette, I I don't think they'll play. Fournette has more likelihood, but I'm pretty sure Godwin sits. O.J. Howard towards Achilles, I think. So, he is out, obviously. O.J. Howard did? Yeah. Dang. He's out for the year.
1: Oh, God.
0: Um, McCoy's hurt, so he will not play. Um, Evans is going to be questionable. I think he's like, the most likely to play. I think he will play, but keep an eye on it, obviously. Um, Chicago side, there's nothing that I'm... Well, oh, obviously, Tariq Cohen got hurt previously, but there's nothing that I'm like, aware of on their side that's newer major yet.
1: Let's do a little check.
0: But, um... what is, um,
1: what's uh, his injury again? Godwin.
0: Uh, I thought it was Ankle, or maybe it's Hammy. I don't know. Mm. Let me pull it back up. So, yeah, Fournette is iffy right now. They're going to call him a game-time decision, but, like,
1: eh. I'm not confident
0: in that. Yeah, and then, because, like, Scotty Miller and Justin Watson came in last game like a little banged up, but they played. So, I, I think they'll play, but God, Godwin's is a Hammy, and I, I really assume they won't play him. Like, they're going to list him and Fournette as, like, game-time decisions, but I I doubt they'll play. So... Yeah. I'm assuming, I think Mike Evans will play. Like, if Mike Evans is in and there's no Godwin, no OJ, like, Mike Evans should get plenty of targets, and I would be suffice to call him a banger as long as he gets a practice time in as well this week. Um,
1: I feel like everyone's going to jump on Gronk, but I'm saying you should probably jump on Braid.
0: I would do that too. If I'm picking a tight end, I would go Braid over Gronk. <laughs> yep. Because Gronk's kind of done nothing yet, and Bray got the yeah. tutty last week
1: he said himself I'm here to block yeah <laughs> he
0: wasn't exaggerating he, yeah
1: yeah he's in a he's been a great blocker his whole career and it takes I, it's still straining to block but it, it's not as you know much on him
0: yeah and um in that passing game as well I think Scotty Miller makes sense as long as Godwin's out and if Mike Evans is somehow out too he becomes a pretty solid play I think yeah um, and then Justin Watson kind of moves into relevance there um how do you feel about Rojo if um, if assuming Fournette doesn't go? I would
1: feel pretty good against Chicago. <laughs> um, Chicago's not great against
0: running backs. Yeah, the run, the Rondy's been pretty meh.
1: And what, what I was sort of saying last week is that you can run on them pretty well, like as long as your offense isn't super one-dimensional, because then they can kind of sell out to stop the run, and they'll be better at it, but... You know they're not playing Phil Rivers this week. They're playing yeah. Brady, who can actually <laughs> pose a threat in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So I, I would expect Rojo to have a pretty decent game here.
0: Yeah, which he got a lot of touches last week, broke 100 yards. The only concern on him was he had the two drops, somewhat arguably yeah. three, but that kind of hurts his PPR score and kind of is ceiling some, which brings in, I guess, the waiver wire ad of. Uh... Of Keyshawn Vaughn, maybe he's not owned. Or like, wish he someone probably has him, but I, I think he's, he's
1: worth an ad.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because if he's getting like the receiving work from Brady, that was kind of the original thought on him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but uh, bears side, I mean, you play a Rob, I guess, because Foles is throwing it to him. Any other Bears you want? Not really. Uh, just literally just A-Rob.
1: I guess it's literally just a Rob. It is literally just a Rob. Yeah,
0: because. Aside from him, like I like the Bucks D in this too. Maybe yeah, was look silly.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I they're gonna be on full's all game, and he stands too long in the pocket.
0: Yeah, this and their this pass kind of rush
1: is pretty good.
0: Yeah, this kind of comes out to be a, like a gross game. It's only a forty-four and a half over under, Bucks favored by five. So like they they have some reasonable plays and like go with entries and might kind of concentrate stuff more. But yeah, I think the Bears, aside from a robber. Kind of in a void, for me. Yeah, but yep. Uh, that was, was kind of quick, wasn't it? <laughs> there yeah. wasn't really much to say in that game. <laughs> Not a whole lot to say there. <laughs> yeah, I guess did kind of I did kind of forget about waivers since we're doing this on a Tuesday, which I don't know if I'll have this up in time. But if all that makes sense. So I guess the main thing is, um, I mean, for me, Justin Jackson's the main waiver guy, right? I think I, I, I'm going to him over a Browns running back like Darnest or anything.
1: Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to go look and see who is available in our league just as a reference. Because,
0: like, there's a good chance someone already is Joshua Kelly in most leagues.
1: Uh, well, you should, if you are in some kind of keeper situation, you should go pick up Tua now because he's probably also not on Yeah. That's um, so it.
0: If Damon Harris Keyshawn is available, Vaughn grab him. It's worth a grab. Yeah. Keyshawn Vaughn and Justin Jackson for me are pretty even, I'd say.
1: Uh I like Cameron Brait, too.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Um I think Chase
1: Claypool's worth an ad at this point. Uh-huh. He's playing Philly.
0: And Chase Edmonds, uh, if he's not owned as well.
1: Yes, definitely. Um who are Mo some Alley Cox if you haven't picked him up yet. Like yep. go for it.
0: Yeah. What about guys you're like willing to cut bait on? For me, like Malcolm Brown, I already dropped him. I think Logan Thomas, you can cut bait on personally.
1: Like you can safely drop them. Yeah. Um, probably like your off-season darlings that didn't pan out, like Boston Scott or yeah, yeah Malcolm Brown.
0: Yeah, he um, had a good week one, but that's it. Like I think I think you can drop Rex head back down now. Like, probably, yeah, like He had yeah. the fun week. That's okay. Like I said, Logan Thomas probably drop a bull just because he had. It's so hard for him to do anything with Dwayne Haskins there. Right. I'm not dropping Brandon Cooks yet. I'm waiting to see what happens to the new OC. Um, no, definitely not. Oh, yeah. But um, I mean, some people might be worried about it there. I'm trying to look at, like With running backs, any, it's I can't really advise many running back drops just because it's running back. But
1: Say any Dolphins running back that isn't Miles Gaskin.
0: Um, Yeah, no, no. Don't know. <laughs> um... Yeah, because like, I think, because like. Four weeks in, I think if someone hasn't done anything yet or like had a good week one, but like it was kind of an apparition, which I guess they kind of been using the word a lot this week. But <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's tough to cut bait on guys that you were like into, but you, you it was better to like move on. Like I think Curtis Samuel, if you still have him, I think at the moment he's probably droppable, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you're in pure PPR, because he does get targets or one and a half for PPR or t- something. I don't know.
0: I'm um, trying to think who else. I'm not dropping Naden Hurst yet. Um,
1: no. See. Yeah, Hanging on to him.
0: Yeah, I'm looking through like, team-wise here. Um, not dropping T.Y. Hilton, but, man, that's sad. I'm not starting him. T-
1: yeah.
0: Um, Evan Ingram. Mm. He has not done dick. <laughs> he had six for thirty-five this past week. It's been like his best game. Eesh. It's been rough. He's getting That's targets. Probably... Well, no, I guess he had eight, he had a six for sixty-five against the Bears. Are you? What do you do with him? I guess like he just chill on your bench. Like I, if you probably don't have a better option if you have him. It's tough. Yeah. You're probably like I mean, picking up Mo, I, I Like probably... it open. That's the case. Like right. I I'd be picking
1: up someone else and holding on to him. Yeah, In the meantime, because I'd be afraid to drop him, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, Giants just kind of suck. <laughs> what about uh, Cardinals receivers not named Hopkins? Which I guess mainly Christian Kirk is the question.
1: I think you should hang on to Kirk.
0: I'm looking at what he's done so far. Cause he had three for 19 and a touchdown. And he missed a week as well previously. He's had he had a four for so he had a two for fifty seven game. Like I would want to keep him, but like I don't I don't think you need to. Like I guess it kind of depends on the situation.
1: Yeah, I mean it's how desperate are you? There's a lot of wide receivers.
0: Yeah, like what about like Preston Williams? Did you drop him?
1: Not yet. I not until Tua. That's fair. If I'm holding on to Preston, it's because I want to see what happens when Tua comes in. Mm-hmm. Because I could see him liking him a lot.
0: Yeah, what about uh carry on johnson
1: um i mean so running backs are so scarce it doesn't it wouldn't hurt to hold on to him yeah, but like,
0: I, like if, if you're trying to go after like um vaughn or justin jackson i would definitely drop carry on for them personally right because there's all the obvious immediate opportunity right like if something but... happens where ap misses time then he and Swift it, exactly yeah
1: because the one thing about Carryon is that he is good at pass pro, so he is still going to get playing time. And if someone gets hurt, which we're talking about a thirty-seven year old running back and an injury prone, like rookie who's already been banged up this year, like mm-hmm. if he gets any more playing time, he can be a little more fantasy relevant. Yeah,
0: that's true. So. And if
1: what if Matt Patricia gets fired too? That's Ooh. like double.
0: Yeah, that's another factor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not Mick double. oh man
0: but um just landed on him today i'm mad at him (laughs) fairly so fairly so (laughs) but um anyway we're gonna give mozzie some time to cool down from his patricia hate so we're gonna uh cut it here and then dig into the rest of uh week five on uh thursday so thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you soon